Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to mix in some college hoops this hour, 735. We will get into Michigan State. What was that shell of their former self? Also get into Duke complaining and trying to change college basketball. This hour, we've got tickets to see Bill Burr live at Little Caesars Arena Saturday, March 10th. Tickets on sale, Ticketmaster.com or at LiveNation.com. When you hear Patrick Kane's overtime goal from yesterday, call in for your chance to win those tickets, courtesy of Live Nation. A couple ticket texts on the Red Wings. A lot of love for Dylan Larkin, so don't forget to give him love. Point per game, he's a tone setter, deserves a lot of credit. He's been playing like a captain. Smart, solid, very good hockey. That's from Matt in Grand Blank. Newsy Lalone's getting some love, says uh, that's the reason they're breaking for, through. That's Johnny in Commerce. Another person points out that they're playing puck possession hockey because they have the skill to do so, but you give Newsy credit for making the switch a lot of coaches would stick with dump and chase hockey john i gotta tell you when when you're watching and they're playing in the offensive zone making line changes in the offensive zone just owning the puck it speaks to a skill level top to bottom they're just better than last year oh there's no question they're they're better they're deeper and they have more confidence i think that's the uh, the other thing that that we haven't really discussed much is the confidence that this team is playing with winning games that they really probably shouldn't win simply because whether it's it's you know Dylan Larkin, Kane, DeBrinket, I mean you go down the list, someone is stepping up on any given night or day and making something happen. And and sometimes it's multiple, but you got four lines where it could be any number of dudes. Texture says you have to give credit, so we've got Lalone We've got Larkin. Uh, what about the fans? Says, give the fans credit. We bring it every game, home and road. I've never seen the octopi thrown at away games before. Another octopi in Chicago yesterday. Good. They always like to see it on the ice. Yeah, except they, everybody shovels it off. Now you're supposed to, the old days, whip it around. Yeah, is that, I haven't seen it at home. Um, they're not whipping it around at home? Oh, they're whipping it around at home, John. Let me tell you. All right. Let's talk a little bit about court storming. John, Wake Forest, big win against Duke, home crowd. They're super excited. And as we've seen time after time, the fans storm the court. Mm-hmm. They have a good time. They get after it. And Duke star center Kyle Filipowski seemed to be injured in the ruckus. He spoke afterwards and felt he was targeted. So he wasn't punched in the back. I've seen, have you, you've, seen, you've obviously seen the, the video. And yeah, somebody did run into him. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was intentional at all. 
Uh, it was unfortunate, but it wasn't intentional. So now everybody, because it's Duke especially, everybody across the country today is waking up on their Monday going, do we have to ban court storming? Emphatically, no. Do not ban court storming or rushing the field in football. We've we've heard these things going on, and you know what? If a if it, it, I think he also later in that quote said, "Hey, this this has happened to us a number of times this year." Well, if you don't want it to happen anymore, then don't lose to an underdog on the road. It's simple. You you have the control to make it so that these so that Wake Forest doesn't storm the court. If you, if Duke wins. Nobody from Wake Forest is storming the floor. I didn't know how you were going to answer this because I thought former player John Jansen would be like, I don't want people, random people from the stands trampling the players on the field or the court. I've been on both sides. I've been there where, as a fan, two years ago, against three years ago against Ohio State, we... we, 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 You're losing track so many wins, huh? Yeah, yes. Uh, I stormed the, 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 the field. I've been at basketball games where we've stormed the court. I've been on the losing side as a player when down in Columbus in 98 when they finally won and they stormed the field. And it sucks. I'm, I, I can confirm that it, it sucks. Did you ever feel unsafe? No. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, and it's one of those where – and, and he says this, you know, he even admits like, okay, I'm a big guy. Like people should see me. You're right. You're the athlete. When you watch these, these students storm the court, like they, some of them are just simply trying to push their glasses back on their nose. They're not the ones that are, are going to be able to avoid you. And it's, and I'm not saying that the responsibility is, is completely on him, but when it happens, which you know is going to happen when you lose on the road to an underdog, especially Wake Forest, who is simply trying to get a win to stay in the tournament hunt. Mm-hmm. They do. You know they're going to storm the court, so put your head on a swivel. What do you guys think? Do we need to stop storming the court? Kyle Filipowski said something needs to be done. He said he was targeted by students storming the court. The Duke big man wasn't happy. Neither was his coach, John Shire. Calls to have it banned entirely. Some conferences have put fines in. They want to discourage this. Uh, maybe this is where it's headed, and it's Duke, and Duke will certainly get their way, right? Stick their nose up in the air. We're Duke, and you can't do this to us. Court storming generally is fun, and most of the time, nothing bad happens. Right. Rarely does something even like a rolled or sprained ankle even happen. Most times, it's jubilation, it's excitement, it's part of college sports. It's what makes them a little different is the buy-in and the investment and the pageantry. And it's an unranked upset over Blue Blood Duke. That's textbook textbook court storming. And if yeah. one guy shoves and pushes someone and you want to single out that one guy and punish him, so be it. But everybody else having a good time. I just fear, John, that this is going to be legislated further and further out of sports. Okay, so in football, it's a little bit easier to legislate it because there is a natural barrier. In basketball, how are you going to make it so that they don't storm the floor? Like, it, it, it it's almost an impossible ask. And it's one that it, with so many, with so few incidences, if these students for Wake Forest had come out there, and you, we've all seen the video, and he, I'm not going to blame Philip for his take on it at that time because he hadn't seen it, and it was obviously emotional. He got hit. 
I, I think a lot of people would probably, in, in that situation, if you were in his shoes, say, yeah, it felt like it was intentional. But when you look at the film, it, it clearly, to me, shows that it wasn't intentional. And when he was down, it wasn't like people came up and started kicking him or you know, put, pointing a finger in his face. It, it wasn't. And if that was the case, we've got a completely different story. And maybe there's something that needs to be done. I don't know that I've seen that happen. It's funny you say, like, different interpretations. While Filipowski maintains that he was targeted, I think it was just a fan running onto the court that bumped into him. There are other people who've looked at the video and think it was Filipowski who initiated the contact. Armin, you're in Shelby Township. You're on 97.1. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, it looked to me, and I could be wrong, it looked to me, I didn't watch it, you know, 10 times, but the time I did see it, it looked like he was he was putting his foot out to trip the fan coming towards him. I could be wrong, but it's a bizarre situation, and uh, you know, kids will be kids; they're having fun, and that's the whole thing about college sports. Yeah, you don't want to see court storming banned, do you? No, not at all. Just say I want him to be safe because it's when you have an event and and someone gets seriously hurt, it kind of puts a damper on it. So. Try to try to control it, but have some fun. Yeah, and and I don't know that he was seriously hurt. I don't think we've heard, you know, it was a sprained ankle or and and I don't want to, you know, serious or not. You don't want an injury. I right. get that, right? But doesn't it kind of fit the? All right, he's really milking it. He's a Duke player who's aggrieved well, here, and something bad happened to Duke, and now they're going to play the victim card. It, it it may have been he rolled his ankle. Now it's a sprain. And like, is he going to miss any time? I don't even know if he's going to miss any time. But Duke is sure making this a big deal. Their coach and their Here, star player. Here's the thing: when you are a top ranked team and you're trailing to an unranked opponent, especially at this time of year with so much riding on it, you're on watch. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, and then you lose it. All of a sudden, when they rush the the, the court. It shouldn't be a surprise, so put your head on a swivel, find your way to the locker room, and remove yourself from the situation. Now, it's unfortunate that he was that he was injured, and and I don't want to under under you know understate that it, it is unfortunate that he was hurt, but it's a rare rare occurrence that anybody is is injured in a situation like that. Did you see? There's an overhead view, and I don't know if Armin saw it. Yeah. His point about Filipowski and initiating the contact, he's bracing himself or he's pushing, depending on how many times you rewatch in slow-mo Zabruder film this, because if you watch it enough times, you can convince yourself of either thing. I think what happened is a player ran onto the floor while he was mid-stride, Filipowski was mid-stride, and there was a, quote, collision. But it's not like there was an intent to tackle him or injure him. He was bracing for the impact. I, I don't think this was as as detrimental as is being made out to be. No, and and okay, and it'll be interesting to see you know today or or in the days to come what type of take they have on this. When I say they, Duke and and their administration, the their ACC coaches, and the ACC, and all that stuff, because. When you watch it, again, it's not, to me, it just doesn't seem like that big a deal. It's unfortunate. It's an accident. Accidents happen. Sorry. 100%. Court storming, your thoughts, 248-539-9797. Duke's coach says ban it. Duke star says he was targeted. How do you see it? It's 97-1. Hey, in an instant, 
just like it happened down at Duke. An auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It is a must to hire the right lawyer who will make sure that the insurance companies pay what they owe you. Injury attorney David Feminino and his team have been making insurance companies pay for almost 30 years, and he can help you with your injury case as well. David is ready to speak with you personally right now. So all you got to do is call 855-65-CRASH or go to his website, getdavidgetpaid.com. That phone number again, 855-65-CRASH or on the web at getdavidgetpaid.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We would like to say emphatically as a show, we are pro court storming and to hell with Duke and the Blue Devils. Good morning, yeah. 97.1. John, you've been part of it as a player and a court stormer or field stormer. Oh, yeah. It, when you are on the field and you lose a game, we did this down in 98, down in Columbus, and you know as soon as the game is over, the the fans are going to rush the field. They're going to storm the court. It it it. it Insert any playing surface doesn't matter. Things are going to get crowded. Things are going to get weird. As soon as it happens, you put your head on a swivel and you find the easiest way, hey, to, to link up with the teammate, to with another teammate, and then you get to the sideline, you get to the locker room. It's just part of the situation. And, and if you don't want that situation, then don't lose. Yeah, now Filipowski's milking this ankle injury, air quotes. Coach says ban court storming. He says yep. he was targeted. It looks innocent enough. It's I mean, nobody wants anybody to get hurt, but now to out and out ban it. Ticket Texture says we stormed the field this year at Michigan, Ohio State. It was amazing. Players need to suck it up and stop whining. These are the few things that make college sports unique and amazing. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. That they, it is, you don't see it in baseball. You don't see it. I mean, Okay, we, we experienced it in 84, and everybody has a little patch of grass um, from, from old Tiger Stadium somewhere in their yard, but it's a rare occasion that that happens. And, and it, you know, in the NFL, you don't ever see it in the NFL. And in and, and NBA, again, it's, it's, it's a rare occasion. Well, it, it is unique to college athletics. You know what it is? In this ticket texture, I think they're trying to – they're not making the point they think they're making. Texter says, no surer sign that you're a loser program than when you storm the court after a regular season win. Winning programs don't do it. I think that's the difference. In the NFL, everybody yeah. is, quote, equals. In in the NBA, in theory, not in actuality, but everybody's competing with the same salary cap at the same level. In college, you do have wild swings. There's 360 
basketball programs. Yeah. Not everybody can be Duke when you do get the David Goliath dynamic, which is critical to the sport, by the way. It's the whole March Madness thing. It's baked into the idea that the little guy gets a win and celebrates and storms the court. And it's the moment of their season and the moment of some fans' life as an alum that they pulled off that upset. Wake Forest tops top 10 Duke. That's part of the charm of college basketball and the idea that we can't do it because Duke's un- uncomfortable with it. Right. Come or, on. or in football. And, you, and you're looking at what, what typically are two behemoths, Tennessee and Alabama, a couple of years ago. All right. Tennessee beats Alabama at home. Alabama was, I mean, th- that was They've been the, a the top echelon. Yeah. As long as Nick Saban has been there, and, and it's I'm, it's national championship after national championship. It's reload. It's NFL superstars coming out of that program. And Tennessee wasn't great. Now all of a sudden, at home, you beat them. So you you storm the the the, the field. You take down the goalposts, you throw them over the edge of the stadium, you take them to the river, you dump them in the river, and it's a monument for future <laughs> fans to to come and celebrate. It's great. It's, it's fun. Sports are fun. At the end of the day, they're supposed to be fun. Ticket Texture says basketball players are soft. Mike and Sterling Heights. Another one says may want to get to the bench faster. Filipowski. Uh, more people weighing in. This one says, I'm a UNC fan. I grew up in North Carolina. This is typical Dukies crying over everything. Yeah. Well, when your nickname is a Dukie. Kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. Another one says, no one wants to hear Duke complain. Says, KP initiated the contact with the fan first. They lost. Their butt hurt. Boo-hoo. Mike in Williamston. You know, I think I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to blame the no. fan. It's just an it's an unfortunate accident. Again, slow-mo. You can convince yourself that this guy did or that guy did. I think it was incidental. Nobody wants a guy to hurt his ankle. Nobody wants anybody no. to get hurt. But if one lunatic fan came in and did do something wrong, you punish that individual fan. Yep. You don't stop one of the cool moments in college basketball. Texter does does have a solution, though. Says, you want to know how you prevent this? You find the school at least 100 k and the school forfeits the win. Court storming will end. I don't know that. I think that's way too much. forfeiting the win is is way out of hand. And again, we're talking about a situation that is it's rare. Okay, we we saw Caitlin Clark, and you know what Shire re- referred to it. Caitlin Clark got run into. She didn't miss any time, and it's unfortunate. I don't want her to to have you know contact with the fan. Don't want Filipowski to have contact with the fan. Sorry. Couple more. This was, this is a refrain that wasn't David Goliath. Wake has beaten Duke recently, including last year. Just another regular season matchup. Another person says technically Wake was favored. Yes, we gave that out on Cash the Ticket. They were favored by two and a half points. But if you're a student there, you know which school is Duke and you know which school is Wake Forest. Yes, you know the reputation. You know which team's ranked. You know which team has a number next to their name. Just because yeah. the books thought it could happen doesn't mean it doesn't. It's not part of the DNA of an upset. Duke's a top ten team. Wake Forest unranked. Need you say more. We'll get into Michigan State at 735. Spartan standard, not what it once was. It's Heather with the news. An Amber Alert was issued early Sunday morning after a three-year-old girl was taken during a carjacking in Detroit. Thankfully, that alert was canceled when the toddler was found safe in the area where the car was stolen from. So investigators say that this girl was in the backseat of a Chrysler 300 that was stolen from a Sunoco gas station Saturday night. Can you imagine? 
I don't know if you're if you were pumping gas and somebody was able to steal your car that quickly. You walked inside and you come back and yeah. your car, but your child is now gone. Police are still looking for the car and for the suspect. Ooh, a Roseville community is on edge after a man walked up to an elementary age child offering them candy and a play date with his grandchildren as the child was walking home from school or to school. Um, the child knew what to do, refused that offer, and contacted the police. And now the area near, there's two elementary schools where this happened, are being watched closely by the Roseville Police Department. But of course, parents are on edge after that happened. And they're a little worried because of how close that area is to I-696. Because if a child was taken, that person jumps on the highway, they could be out of there out of the area very, very, very quickly. It's just a good reminder to parents, and it sounds like the parents in yeah. this case have done a good job. And it sounds like the kid had yep. a phone, too, so was able to contact the police, for sure. A 31-year-old Detroit woman was arrested last week after she pulled a knife on her boyfriend while he was driving on 96 near the Southfield Freeway. The boyfriend then lost control of his vehicle. It flipped and crashed, and after the crash, the woman was still chasing the man with a knife. Um, so obviously they were not injured, thankfully. Um, like I said, she was arrested without incident once uh, police arrived. It's good blade control. I mean, you're flipping around in a car. You don't stab yourself or anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you're able to find it. Out. You're still able to hold it the whole time without letting it go. That's so weird. Yikes. Uh, tens of thousands of AT&T customers were affected by a massive outage last week. And now the company is reimbursing those customers. Each customer will get a $5 credit applied automatically to their account. Um, you know, when you hear five bucks, you think, oh, that's not very much. But AT&T says $5 is the average cost of a full day of service and they've got a lot of people to reimburse so that money adds up quickly and and they didn't have to reimburse anybody i guess at all john did you get a text from at and I, I i don't know if i got a text i got an email from them yeah okay. I, got, I got one from yeah. them they apologize i'll read it right now we apologize for thursday's outage which may have impacted your ability to connect with others we value you as a, com- a customer and commit to doing better yep so yeah. and they also said that they're they're gonna take all the steps they can to prevent whatever happened from happening again. And John, you asked if this is every per line. line. Yeah. It sounds like it's just per account, mm. but it wouldn't, but it does make sense that every line was impacted. Yeah. So every line should get a credit. The way I keep reading this though, it just keeps saying account. It doesn't say, yeah, sorry, John, on your jumbo family plan, you're not going to get but five, I, five, 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 five. I don't know if that's, that's just how I read this. Is yeah. it saying no? I, I, I kind of read it the same okay. way. I was just yeah, asking a question. Yeah. I mean, so I could be put wrong. It out there. I mean, I'm not the only one with a family plan. For sure. You got, a, a doubt. You, got, you got a large family. Yes. yes but there are many family plans. Yes. Uh, listen to this story. There's a cop in Mississippi that got arrested last week for shoplifting while on duty. So obviously that means she was working and she was in uniform when she decided to go into a Dick Sporting Goods and then walk out with a $100. 140 pair of shoes. She spent stole an expensive pair of tennis shoes or whatever they were. Um, an employee saw it happen, called the police. So her fellow officers came and took her to jail in her own police vehicle. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Since then, the city council held a special meeting and they unanimously voted to fire her and she is no longer working. So she is out of a job and she's also facing a misdemeanor shoplifting charge. Poor decisions. I guess... She must have been thinking that if she looked like she was, you know, working Official, and yeah. yeah, that nobody would question her. 
didn't work out she so good. She was wrong. Yes. We've got Lions general manager Brad Holmes joining us in one hour. Coming up next, Michigan State basketball. Yeah, we got to talk about that. And the Red Wings. Big story all morning long. Wake up, Hockey Town, 97-1. What an embarrassment for the Spartans. What a shot for Ohio State. Call courtesy of CBS. Ohio State had lost 17 straight road games. Not a good team. They'd already fired their coach. Michigan State blows a double-digit lead. One made field goal the final five minutes. Back-to-back losses at the Breslin Center. And a Michigan State team, not heating up in time for March, now has questions about whether they will be a tournament team or not. Three regular season games remaining. One's at Purdue, the other's at Assembly Hall. Sandwiched in the middle is Northwestern. And then, of course, Big Ten Tourney, you can play your way in. But my, how the mighty have fallen. Any MSU fan that's frustrated with Tom Izzo, been frustrated with Tom Izzo, you have every right to be. I can't explain how you blow that lead. And I can't explain why Booker wasn't on the floor more in that second half. No, but I, I I mean I also want to, you know, like like let's just hit the the calm button just a little bit. Why leading people be up calm into about this, that? Uh, because it's what are your expectations? Now if you're preseason okay, top five, Tom Izzo final four standard, I Hall don't, of Fame I don't, coach. I don't hold a lot of just like in football, the whole preseason poll until players are on the field until you have some games under your belt. That's when you start to see, are these good teams or not? Now, the, are they underperforming? Sure. Is Tom Izzo underperforming? Sure. But they were, they had won eight of 10 coming into that. They had a big win over Illinois, number 10 team. It was at the Brez. They, they, they won two games on the road. Then they lose to Iowa. They lose to Ohio state. Now losing Ohio state, it looks really bad It is because really they bad. are the second worst team. In the Big Ten. Who's the worst team? Josh? That would be Michigan. Um, but it's not like – I don't – it all depends on your expectations. Is the sky falling in East Lansing? It depends on where your expectations started. I John, thought that this that was – no, no, hold on. I thought this was a tournament team. Are they still going to be a tournament team? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, do you expect that they're going to be a Final Four team? No. Last year, they made the Sweet 16, brought basically everybody back. And that that was the reason for the expectations, more so than like the brand and the logo. The, the team, in theory, and I, I do think is good enough to do that. I, I said that a few weeks ago, and I mean it. They have three guards who all shoot well. Malik Hall is an upperclassman who can score in the front court. The problem is that five spot, the, the center. Yeah. And they, they nearly got it right. It's almost like, how many times we got to teach you this lesson, old man? Like, Izzo starts the five star freshman. Ooh, ouch. You called him an old man. He plays well. I, okay, whatever. John, he plays well. Three blocks early in that game. He He's grabbing some rebounds. He gives them an offensive outlet. He made a three. He can at least shoot a little bit. He's plus 11 and then doesn't see the floor at the end of the game. And instead, it's Sissoko because he's a senior. And it's like, how many times we got to teach you the lesson? Is though like, you have an elite player. You brought him along slow. Whatever. School of hard knocks. Knock him down and build him back up. You started him, and he played well, and the, the response was, well, he's not good enough on ball screens. Tom, you haven't made a shot in the last five minutes outside a circus throw, a little lay-in from Walker. Outside of that, you went scoreless from the floor in the last five minutes. Could he have helped as opposed to the black hole that is playing Kohler or Cooper or, how about this, both at the same time? I mean, the rotations, if you're a Michigan State fan, like, you know it more than me. This is not the program you once knew or loved. 
And whether they make the tournament or not, John, and I, I'm fine. I'm with you. I think they'll get in. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that they can get out of their own way enough, and some of that is self-inflicted from the coach. And he tells us that after all these games, so I'm going to take him at his word. It's your fault. You, you tell us after every game, it's your fault. Well, and, and here's the thing. Uh, obviously, on the outside looking in, I didn't have huge expectations for this basketball team, but the expectations for Spartan fans for those fans of Tom Izzo is that it's going to be an Elite Eight type of team, a Final Four type of team, competing for a Big Ten championship type of team, and that's not where they're at. And the game, the business of college basketball, of college athletics has changed. It's changed dramatically in the last five years. And I think a lot of Spartan fans are very frustrated that Tom Izzo has not changed along with it. Hesitant in the portal, right? And he's always been a guy hesitant to play younger players. So it puts a premium on third and fourth year guys. Typically, the guys who make it to their third and fourth year in college basketball now get there for a reason because they aren't good enough to go to the pros. Mm -hmm. It, It does feel like he is a bit of a dinosaur. He's a throwback. And you wonder as the sport changes as radically as it is and has, how much longer do you really want to see this guy here? And I know he's a Hall of Famer and he's a legend. He's going to get to go out his own way. But I think those are thoughts that Spartan fans are considering as they watch back-to-back home losses. They're not playing well. They're probably a tournament team, but probably a tournament team. That's why I made the comment to you, a shell of their former self. Probably a tournament team at the end of February is a slap in the face for how good this program is or was. Yeah, and and I'm I'm rooting for Tom Izzo to have that one last gem of a season and show that you can still recruit, develop, and win. And, you know, that's obviously what Tom Izzo has built his program on. Recruit, develop, school of hard knocks that Mm -hmm. you talked about, and win. And I just don't know if it's, I don't know if it's possible. I want it to be possible. I want it to happen because I want to, I want to show everybody else that it can still happen that way. I just don't know if it's possible. I mean, it's admirable. Until it, it happens. It's admirable. I don't think there's anything about him that, I mean, he cares about his players and he wants to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Like, all of those things are like classic traits that you want in your head coach. But I also want my head coach to figure out his rotation by March. Just saying. 248-539-9797. Want people to weigh in on the Spartans this morning as their tournament lives are at least in question following two poor losses and the Ohio state thing, like they fire their coach and they get a little bit of juice. And I, I just, I'll go back to it, John, you are allowed to do that in season, not, not MSU, not MSU. Just so this doesn't get twisted. The team that you already referenced dead last in the big 10, they played yesterday too, lost to Purdue. Boilermaker fans took over Chrysler, not just Spartan fans. All visiting fans are doing this. And, and I've always asked the question. I've never been a fan and it doesn't matter the school, the university, the franchise, the team, I don't care who it is, unless it is an off-the-field or it's a there's an issue that doesn't have to do with X's and O's or getting ready to play during the season, if it's going to be at this time of the year, what what's the benefit? And And clearly for Ohio State, the benefit has been a couple of wins. They're a team right now that's playing with nothing to lose. They are, they're, hey, let's go out there, let's play loose, let's play free, let's find a way to, to stay in the game, and maybe we can hit a prayer at the end to win, which happened in East Lansing. I just don't know what's the benefit of doing it at this point versus getting to the end of the year and 
you know, evaluating the program and making your change at that point. The reason to do it would be to spark, pull off a win or two, create a little buzz, show your fan base you care, you're paying attention, that you are actually considering who's running your basketball program. I mean, those are just some of the short reasons. But hey, Jawan's telling us about the heart they played with. And no, they didn't get blown out by Purdue, but like, you, you tell me you know you're failing when right. you failing. Without saying I failed. Yeah, hey, at least we have heart. Eric, you got some thoughts on the Spartans here on 97 1. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for talking about Spartan basketball. It's my heart and soul. It's what I live for, more than football even. Um, but I, I see so many parallels between kind of how the game has changed with the end of how Mark D'Antonio's time in East Lansing went. And it's frustrating and sad because, again, Tom deserves so much better than that based on what he's accomplished. But at the same time, if you're not going to sort of change with the game, it's going to pass you by. And, you know, again, it hurts me because that's my program. And I think most Spartan fans, if not all, love Tom Izzo. I mean, yeah. this isn't said lightly when, when people complain about him. This isn't something they want to do. But, Eric, you kind of feel like you, the team is giving you no choice. I, it's that. It's that. If you're not going to change with it, and, again, he should have a statue. He should go out on his own terms. And I don't think the university will ever part ways with him. It's going to be on his terms. But at some point, you, you don't deserve the right to tear it down, even though you built it up. Appreciate it, Eric. And Thanks, guys. It's interesting. He's thanking us for talking about the Spartans today. It's, I almost feel like the opposite if you're an MSU fan, but sometimes yeah, it's cathartic to talk about it. I mean, it, it's bothering you, I'm sure, because this is one of, especially if you're a big-time college basketball fan, one of the highlights of your year as an MSU fan is we're going to be in the dance, we're going to make some noise, we're going to go on a run, but you don't say those things the same way with the way they're playing right now. Well, there's an ebb and flow to every program. And the ebb and flow has been a, if, if Michigan State has a, you know, it's not been, are they going to be in the tournament or out of the tournament? They've always been in it under Tom Izzo. The question is, okay, when is the bounce back? And this is now four years in a row. First time in Tom Izzo's tenure at Michigan State that they've had double digit loss seasons. Four in a row. It just hasn't been something that has happened prior. And they're basically a 500 team in the Big Ten over his last four seasons. And it's Definition of mediocre. That's why I say shell of themselves, not up to the Spartan standard that they were built on. We'll keep taking phone calls and ticket texts on Michigan State, but I also want to get into what else, John? I want to talk about our Red Wings. I want to talk about a hockey team. Wake up, Hockey Town. Good morning. Eight-point cushion. What's the biggest reason things are looking up? It's 97-1. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet simply wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. So check out the app explore it a little bit. You're going to find how much fun it is. And you can also visit their website, FanDuel.com slash Jansen and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and 97 won the ticket. Must be 21 or over and present in Michigan. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as now in trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. chills let the good times roll baby red wings wins on both saturday and sunday in chicago it's patrick kane in all alone briefly looks over to the i don't know if it's the bench or the crowd and then settles in never a doubt game winner he's got a game winner in two of the last three wings have won five straight he has points i think now in eight straight games 
We'll get into the biggest reason, and maybe he's the answer. The biggest reason that the Red Wings have turned this corner. Coaching, defense, uh, any of the individual additions, 248-539-9797. But first, some ticket text on the MSU stuff. We brought up a loss on Sunday. Now, back-to-back home losses, trending in the wrong direction, heading into the tournament time. Texter says, Costa, you talk about whether the standard has changed at MSU. This group is completely dysfunctional. Izzo has become obstinate and stubborn. Obstinate. There you go for some vocab points. Says he won't adapt to the modern game. You can't play Izzo ball in the era of NIL and the transfer portal. It won't work. You need one-and-done talent, portal guys, ready-made guys. It's a whole new game. Free agency, the wild, wild west. Here's the thing. This group, he had brought back largely the bones of a Sweet 16 team, and the texter says no expectations, preseason number four. John, what are you saying? Well, it's, again, I I, I go to, I don't really put much stock into preseason polls, and I understand, Sweet 16 team, the majority coming back, and I don't know that it's possible for old school Izzo to do it old school Izzo way. I think there can be a combination of, of hey, you're going to develop these guys. The pro- I think the biggest problem is not necessarily getting guys out of the portal. You're going to have to be able to do that. Guys that can be effective and and you know do something for your program. But I think the biggest part is how patient are your recruits, guys that are already on your roster, going to be? Well, Booker, I don't know that we're in that position anymore. Booker was a five-star. And at some level, you know what you're signing up for when you pick Michigan State. You're not going to be given all the minutes and all the opportunity right away. But to his credit, like, he waited his turn, finally got his start, played reasonably well. I mean, we yep. can sit here and nitpick him, but the guy blocked some shots. He attacked the glass, hit a jumper or two, including a three, actually gave them a an offensive piece at the five. His length was noticeable on the floor. And you let the guy make a few mistakes because you know that gives you a higher ceiling if he comes into into form. Yet he's MIA at the end of the game. He's sitting on the bench so they can play these same rotating fives that have largely contributed little to nothing. That's the stuff we talk about. Like, is Izzo keeping up? Is he modernizing? Does he see this stuff? And he's a Hall of Fame coach, but it's a fair criticism. And he even says it after the game. It's on me. It's my coaching decision. It's on him. You know, he said ball screen defense is the reason that Booker didn't play more. Ticket Texture says it's on Izzo and his stubbornness. How is Booker not on the floor during the collapse? They couldn't handle him and Carr as we built a lead. Then he goes right back to the group who can't win games. It's hard to say it, but Izzo needing to go starts to creep into the thoughts. And again, he's not going to get fired and, and he's going to call his own shots but you don't have to like it I think is is the key now if you're a state fan like you don't have to like this because this isn't the standard at Michigan State or at least it, it didn't used to be no and, and it shouldn't be you, you've grown accustomed to uh, having a really good football or basketball program and you've had a, a coach that has continually developed players and you know a coach that goes from hey you, you get a little bit of time and then all of a sudden, by your junior and senior year, you're leading this program. And you're leading it to great things. But recently, it hasn't been led to great things. Ticket texters. John, you say firing a coach midseason is of little benefit, except when Bo fired Frieder and Fisher took over for a national title. Am I right? Okay, there's there's always going to be a one-off. And it, it's okay. If Ohio State was a team that could get into the tournament, and maybe they win the Big Ten tournament, they find a way to get in. 
maybe they've got enough juice to make something happen. I don't think anybody's looking at them going, oh, they're a, they're a Final Four team with the right coach. It's, yeah, there's a one-off. There's an exception to every rule. And one more on Michigan Hoops. Says, Let me evaluate their program for you. It's absolutely abysmal. Yep. All right, let's talk a little hockey. John, the biggest reason this team is eight points clear of a playoff spot. The biggest reason that you got to get out to LCA, that playoff hockey is going to return. What's the biggest reason at this point in Iserman's tenure, they've turned the corner? To me, it's, it's the easiest answer. It's Patrick Kane. It's kind of the, the final piece to the puzzle. And it's unlocking DeBrinket. Now, did DeBrinket need it? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe it unlocked a little bit more of that. It's also unlocked so much more of this team. And whether it's the experience, it's the confidence, it's the swagger, there's just so much that seemed and felt like it changed when he came on board. Dabrinkit's the easy answer. It's not the wrong answer. I think the better answer is Alex Dabrinkit. John, I'm a cat guy, and I think all yeah. of Detroit were becoming cat people because this guy was the first big domino yeah. to change things. Iserman traded a first-round pick for him. This is a bona fide proven goal scorer who wanted to be here. He shows up. Now his buddy Patrick Kane wants to be here. Now the team has frontline goal scoring and depth is possible. If you don't have if you don't have Debrinket and Kane, you're not as deep as you think. All of a sudden Sprong's playing up on the top six. It's not the same thing as him playing on the bottom six. Kane is the key, but Debrinket was the first domino. And Debrinket was playing well without Kane. 24 points in 24 games before Kane even showed up to town. Debrinket had three goals this weekend. He's the domino that I think really set this into motion, and they continue to blossom. Those two are so much fun to watch play with one another. I was at the game on Saturday. 33 seconds in, goal. Shortly thereafter, goal. 2-0, timeout, didn't matter. Another goal. Game's over five minutes in. They didn't even register a shot until the 11-minute mark of the opening, opening period. This offense... That's the story that's carried them, and those two are the biggest offensive catalysts on the team. What's your answer? Kane, DeBrinket, the goalie, defense, Lalone. Good news is there's no shortage of answers. we got a good hockey team. It's 97-1. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.